Welcome to the Neighborhood Church Podcast. We are so thankful that you are listening in. The Neighborhood Church is all about helping people find and follow Jesus. We hope that through these podcasts you are encouraged, that you're inspired, and that you're provided with practical wisdom on how to find and follow Jesus. We hope that you enjoy today's podcast. Been thinking a lot about uh, those verses in Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. And then verse 2 says in the New American Standard Version, though the earth change, God's still our refuge and very present help in times of trouble. And has the world ever changed in the last couple of weeks? Getting together and just resting and Honoring our God in worship makes it even more precious. I have with me uh, this morning Bob Wrench. Bob is uh, the community chaplain for our church in the city of Martinsville. And just honored to chat with you a little bit today, Bob. I like you. I would normally be very comfortable sitting closer to you. But we're honoring uh, the request to respect physical distancing and... uh, doing that even as we share in this service. So good. So Bob, tell us uh, about your your journey, your journey towards faith, uh, how you became a follower of Christ, when that happened, that sort of thing. Sure. Good morning. Um, I came to uh, the faith of Christianity um, in 1997. Uh, I came to a place that I felt that I needed a savior, um, but I didn't come to a place that that I felt that I uh, would submit. And um, that was in 97, and I, I lived uh, a life about, I would say, six or seven years of really not coming to that place of, of obedience. Um, so in 2002, December 27, 2002, I, I did come to a place of, of submitting to the Lord and, and all that the Lord would have for me, and then starting my journey off uh, beginning of 2003, and uh, I just thought of a scripture that I wanted to share this morning um, about about that very uh, journey, and it comes out of um, Colossians 3, and it's 3, 1 to 4. It says, since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven where, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about the things of heaven, not the things of earth, for you died to this life, and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. And I, um, that scripture meant a lot to me going into 2003, and it means a whole lot more even this week in my life. Wow. So, so you became a Christian, uh, I would say a committed Christian in the 2002. And did you get baptized? I got baptized. I did. I lived uh, 2003 out just trying to seek, uh, seek the Lord's uh, direction. Jeremiah 29 says, for I know the plans I have for you not to harm you, uh, to give you a bright future. And, and so then I got into 2003, I entered 2004. And uh, as I was living an obedient life uh, to what the Lord was saying, um, I got to a place of, uh, of, of baptism and uh, water baptism. And so in 2004 on Easter Sunday, 
I, I had the privilege of being baptized in Swift Current, Saskatchewan. Wow. So in a moment, tell, tell me why that mattered to you, why getting baptized was important. Uh, we're not sure when we're going to be able to gather as a church, but in the first couple of weeks, as soon as we're able to gather, we're, we're just encouraging people to get baptized because baptism is important. Why was it important to you? Very important for me. The, the Word of God uh, says in Mark 16, 16, it says, uh, He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved, but he who has disbelieved uh, shall be condemned. And so when I read this scripture, this, this believe and, and be baptized, um, I was at a place of belief. And then uh, out of uh, following the Lord, uh, I felt the Holy Spirit really uh, compel me into a place of, of uh, obedience and, and saying yes to water baptism. Even though there was so many things that, um, that was really pulling me away from uh, not being obedient to the, to the voice of the Lord. And, and I realized at that point in time that there was a, a lot of things uh, prior to that that I was willing to disobey the Lord on. And uh, I realized that if I disobeyed him in this, there were so many other things that would follow or could follow. So, so uh, this, this uh, coming to the believing and, and being water baptized and sharing, um, sharing the crucifixion of, uh, of Jesus and then the burial of Jesus and then the resurrection of Jesus, uh, I was just, uh, that has been a, uh, it's a, a real honor and a privilege. So I suspect, Bob, and if you weren't, we'll do it over again, uh, that you were baptized in immersion. Um, we certainly believe our conviction is, is a baptism by immersion. The Greek word is baptizo, uh, and I've been using the phrase a lot in describing baptizo as all in. Uh, so we've got to get all in in this thing. We do. We have to get all in. The, the, the immerse, uh, I remember you uh, preaching about that uh, a number of years ago, and it's that, Im that immerse, that word, uh, dip or submerge in a liquid. Uh, involve oneself deeply in a particular activity or uh, interest and, and be all in, totally committed. Uh, that, that just spoke loudly. And yes, I was uh, fully immersed uh, in, uh, in, uh, in the tank. And, and when, I, when I got there, I just thought of this the other day when I was, as I was reflecting on, on that experience. And I just, I just wish that back then, that the words that would have been, you know, coming or from my heart would have been, uh, not my will, but thy will be done. And uh, I I'm think not, if I was I'm not, sure, I'm not sure we've emphasized that enough when we're helping people get baptized that this isn't just a ceremony in front of a bunch of people. It's a deep heart change. It's a deep commitment. Sorry it, to interrupt. It, it sure is, and uh, it really is uh, uh, an exchange of life. My old life was was gone, and the new life of of Christ Jesus, and I was living in Christ. So moving forward uh, in that, and I don't think we do uh, a very good job of of doing it. I would agree. Uh, that that all in totally committed and um, and living for Christ Jesus yeah so we're we're in the middle of periods of certainly self-isolation uh, at least physical distancing from one another a lot of us are spending far more time alone than we're used to I think one of the advantages of that is it gives God an opportunity to talk to us, God an opportunity to speak to us about things we need to change and, uh, and the condition of, of our hearts. Um, many of us need to see our hearts changed. 
So uh, I, I've got something here. I was wondering where that went. Yeah, I, 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 I have here, Bob, a steak. That is a steak. That is a frozen solid steak. Mm-hmm. What, what, why would, and you brought it, why would you bring a frozen solid steak to church? I know I get to take it home for supper, but why did well, you bring it this morning? Well, that was my supper, and now it's your supper. You can have it now. So I'll season it for you. No, you, you can season it, and you can, you can enjoy it tonight. I'm so. going to demonstrate something that, that does represent, that is a steak, um, but it really represents our spiritual heart. And it is a frozen steak right now. And uh, so I'm going to do something here. I'll put the mic down or, uh, or at least I'll try to. Oh, you're I'm good. Gonna, you're good. I'm, I'm going to throw some seasoning on this steak. I'm going to see if this will actually work. Now. Well, that's nice. That yeah. looks really good. Yeah. yeah. Now, now take that oh. steak and. I'll just, I'll just cook it up. Oh, 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 that, oh. That Where, where's the facility steam? Okay. Well, maybe we, try it again. If you do it, it again, maybe the seasoning a, will take this time. Let's do it good. We'll, yeah, I we'll think. Get a lot of, let's get a lot of seasoning on it this time. Okay, good. Yeah, I, th I think it just needed more seasoning. Okay. So I'll just put it on the barbecue here. That is not working very well. well what's, there, the, what's the problem here? I think there's a big problem with this. It's frozen. It's that, hard. It's that, hard. That, it's, that's, it's, it's hard. That is very hard. That steak yesterday was very soft it was very tender what i did with it is last night i put it in the freezer i isolated it in the in the deep freeze by itself and applied some coldness to it and uh, removed the heat from it and it and it got very very hard that steak represents our spiritual heart if we allow our hearts to be hardened and the word of god says in um i believe it's hebrews 3 it says that when you hear God's voice today, do not harden your hearts. And I think that we, we, we allow um, the deceitfulness of sin to harden our hearts. And I don't think it happens like this steak overnight. I think it happens over time. And where we are today and where I've been in the past in my life is I've been where I've had my heart hardened. And the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the Lord could not get into my heart because it was hardened. I could not, I would not listen to his voice. I would not listen to his, his correction. I would not listen to his direction and instruction in my life. And when we get into that state, as you can see with this state, it gets messy and it does not do well. And, and if we and allow who, who this. Who gets to clean this mess up? I'm not sure on that. <laughs> so there's only well, three of and, us and, in a room. So well, I'm, and I'm, that's the problem with hard hearts. It gets messy. And it, it, gets, and it gets really hard to figure out how to get it cleaned up. It gets very difficult. And unless we, unless we uh, allow the Spirit of the Lord to penetrate, to penetrate our hearts, to penetrate, to get in, to get into our hearts, it gets messy. Yeah. And as this, uh, as this snake demonstrates again, that it, it's, it's frozen, it's, it's cold, it's, it's not it, it's not in a good state. So so what would you say, Bob, as we wrap this up? And thank you, thank you for sharing today. Thank you for your work in Martinsville as community chaplain. What would you say, Bob, to those who are listening in and 
And maybe they say, uh, that's a little too real for me. I recognize my heart is hardened. I'm, I need to start following Christ. And what would you say to those who, who yeah, they, they're, they've decided to follow Jesus, but they've been reluctant to get baptized. What, what, what words do you have for them as we wind up? I would go to scripture. I would say that I would go to Psalm. Uh, I want to say it's Psalm. I probably have it written down here. Psalm fifty-one, seventeen. It says that uh, um, God will not despise the broken and contrite heart. He will not uh, turn away. He will not reject. And I would say that you we come before the Lord and we come to a place of repentance where it says. Uh, where John the Baptist said, repent of your sins and turn to God for the kingdom of heaven is near. I don't think that we realize how close the kingdom of heaven is near. And uh, I would say right now that listen to the voice of the Lord and be obedient. It's an act of obedience is to come to a place of believing and being baptized. If you're a believer and you're, you've been living your your uh your faith out for for 15 or 20 years and I, I i get it but i would say that right now i would get to a place uh very quickly to uh to uh to be water baptized thank you bob if uh god's speaking to you even now uh, we want to help you with this uh, you could just text this number 306-230 and and just type something in like I, I I need help figuring out how to follow Jesus or or type in I would like to get baptized or I would like information about getting baptized. We'd like to really help you with this, um, and because uh, it matters, it really does matter. I want to thank you, Bob. And why don't you encourage Bob? Go down to that comment section just underneath this and hit a bunch of hearts saying you loved it or a bunch of thumbs up saying you liked it. Uh, well done, Bob. Appreciate you. Thank you. We are so thankful that you've listened in to the Neighborhood Church podcast. If you have questions or comments about what you've heard, we would love to hear from you. Go to the podcast description and follow the link to get in touch with us. Everything we do would not be possible without your generosity. If you would like to give, check out that same link in the podcast description. If you have enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe and share it with your friends. Thank you again for listening. God bless you.